the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You and I can lose the power and presence of God at any moment. Conversely, you and I can experience the power of God at any time we decide we want God first. Are you facing situations in life that are beyond your control? If so, today's message is for you. So let's join Pastor Jack Morris right now for an introduction to the word for today. God is able. We're in the sanctuary at the Largo Community Church, and I have a special message. God is able. Listen to that message. Let it build faith in your heart. You'll be an overcomer in the Lord. You'll live in victory because God is able to make it happen in your life. Listen to this passage of Scripture from Ephesians chapter 3. Paul says, So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasseth knowledge. Friend, you're loved with an everlasting love. God loves you with a love that will never quit. You are loved right now, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever your circumstances, whatever you've done that you're sorry for or have grief or regret because of, God still loves you. Come with me into the sanctuary and let's learn about this God who is able to do anything and everything. He cares for you and he'll work in your life. He will and you will live in victory once you turn to him and trust him. Hear the message and rise up in faith and be abundantly blessed. Let's go into the sanctuary. Last Sunday, we talked about navigating our circumstances, that the Lord God would give direction and guidance to us, show us the way so that we'll not stray or get lost. But you have to see the shepherd. You have to hear his voice. You have to be in that place. Otherwise, we don't keep our eyes on the shepherd. The shepherd may make a turn somewhere and we'll miss the direction he's going in, which is the direction to victory and overcoming salvation, the wonderful life that he has prepared for us. So I pray today that our hearts would focus on him and we would follow him even in this message, and let him tell us and show us how to handle these circumstances that we had, that have been frustrating us and confusing us. You know, God doesn't want his people to be frustrated or confused. He desires to lead and lead to victory, and this is what he does. But here was a church that was discouraged. Now, when we face negative situations, and they do come, And when we begin to think about it and talk about it, that negativism gets inside us. As a man thinketh, as a woman thinketh and talketh. (laughs) You didn't get that, did you? 
As a man thinketh, that's what he's going to be doing, saying, and how he's going to be behaving. But as a man thinketh in his heart, in his imagination, so is he. You talk negative, you're a negative person. Not a person of faith, not a person following the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus on the cross said, Father, forgive them. Even on the cross, not one negative thing came from his lips. Not one negative thing. Follow Jesus and you'll be the most positive person alive. You really will because Jesus is positive and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let's talk Bible talk. Let's talk victory talk. Let's give testimonies. Let's share the good news and then you'll be a true follower of Jesus, a person of faith. But here was a discouraged church that Paul was praying for. He said in verse 13, I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged. Friend, lift your church up. Encourage one another. Don't otherwise, it doesn't take very many negative talk, negative statements, negative people until a whole church can become discouraged. On the, conversely, you talk faith, talk victory, talk Jesus, that church will mount up as on wings of eagles and that Church will soar for the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, you have power to bring your church down. You have power to lift your church into the heavenlies. Use your power for the glory of God. Hey, I'm getting some amens today. Thank God. So here was a discouraged church. It must have been discouraged because Paul says so. Here in the Bible, they were discouraged. Now, one problem that this church had was they were new converts. They they hadn't been saved very long. This church hadn't been in existence very long. Paul was the founder of the church, and he was in prison uh, in Rome. So they were new believers. They hadn't had a lot of opportunity to pray, to have testimony of answered prayer. And so they see their pastor in jail. Uh, These were bad times. They focused on uh, this man's uh, unfortunate situation that appeared to be unfortunate. But notice what Paul said. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. God, even in that situation, there was faith. There was focusing on prayer. There was God uh, there to bless and to help them, and they were recognizing it, and they began to share it. Paul said, now you're so negative, now I'm going to bring you back again. And so he begins to pray for those people. Paul goes to his knees in prayer. Now, Paul knew how to pray. He knew how to pray. He knew that he was welcome at the throne of grace. He, He was not timid at all going to God's throne with his request. He knew he was welcome there. Friend, I want to encourage you. You're welcome there. The scripture says in the Hebrews, Paul again said, come boldly to the throne of grace. So bring your needs and your problems and your, your circumstances. Bring them to God's throne. Pray bold prayers. Paul didn't pray little prayers, little prayers that, and so general that we didn't know whether that prayer was ever answered or not, but he prayed big prayers. Great prayers, bold prayers, and God would come through every time. And he knew this, but that church didn't know really how to pray 
and seek God with bold request. And they, they were becoming discouraged. So Paul is praying. Now, this is what he prayed for. He prayed that God would give them strength. He prayed that God would give them power. He prayed that God would bless them in the inner man. He knew where doubts dwell and where faith dwells. Doubt and faith cannot dwell in the same heart at the same time. One of them will overcome the other. So Paul was praying for this church that had lost its spiritual enthusiasm. They, they had become so negative. And he was praying that they would receive strength in the inner man. There, there is a person living inside every one of us today. The heart, the inner man. Uh, it's in your mind. It, it's in your, your, your brain. Your imaginations uh, have become negative, Paul was saying. So now let's focus on God. Times may get bad and they will get bad. But God is greater than times. God is greater than the circumstances. God is still on the throne. You need to put him there. The throne of your heart. And Paul was telling this to this particular congregation. They they were thinking negative. Now, friend, the battle always is in the mind. That's where the battle is. It's in the mind. That's where faith dwells. That's where doubt dwells. And if the enemy can sow seeds of doubt... Those seeds of doubt will crowd out faith. If doubt is is the predominant intake because of thinking that way, imagining that way, talking that way, you, you can't encourage people and talk negative at the same time. Negativism will sap your strength. Faith will impart strength to you. So believe the Lord, trust God, take your circumstances to the Lord and be bold about it. Go to the throne of grace today. Go to the throne of grace. God invites you to come. That's what Paul was doing for that church. We will return to today's message following an invitation for you to attend the Largo Community Church in person. This coming Sunday morning, we have returned to a live service in the church sanctuary starting at 9 o'clock and God's blessing as never before through music, fellowship, prayer, and the preaching of God's Word by Pastor Jack Morris. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved, welcomes you this Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Now, let's return for the conclusion of the message for today. Now, when God's presence is with us, there is strength and there is power. But when we focus on that which is, was, that is negative, the strength and the power goes away. You, you can be drained and be sapped of that strength that God originally put there, and now this church needed to get it back. And Paul was praying that they would. It is the presence of God that brings about the victory, that gives the strength to overcome, and without the presence of God, then there is weakness, there is lack. But with God, there is no lack. With God, there is strength. Now, this is what happened to David and the people of Israel. I, I want you to put on the screen the picture of the ark. Would you do that? Put the, uh, an ark, uh, the, uh, the ark of the covenant. There it is. 
God gave the dimensions of this Ark of the Covenant that was kept within the Holy of Holies uh, to Moses. And Moses would talk to God in the presence of this Ark, and this Ark symbolized the presence of God, and God would talk back to Moses through this Ark. You see the poles? This Ark was carried. Wherever the people of God would go, that Ark would lead the way meaning God's presence was leading them in the way that they should go. When they stood in the, in the Red Sea, that ark stood there in the middle. God held the waters back until the people of God got across. Now, the Scripture says that David and all Israel celebrating before God with all of their might because they were bringing the ark back to Jerusalem, which symbolized the presence of God coming back into the covenant that God had made through Abraham with Israel. And they were so happy, the people of God, David, so happy here in 1 Chronicles 13, 8. David and all Israel celebrated. Friend, coming into the presence of God, or the presence of God coming into our presence should bring and will bring a celebration. The scripture says they begin to celebrate with songs and with the lyre, with harps, with tambourines, with cymbals, with trumpets. Hey, Dr. Everett, with saxophones, (laughs) celebrating the presence of God. And they danced before the Lord because of the presence of God. But when the presence of God was no longer there, when the children of Israel were taken into Babylonian captivity, the ark was not with them, meaning the presence of God was not there. The people of Babylon wanted the people of Israel to sing. They must have been great singers. They wanted them to sing, and they hung their harps on the willow, and they said, we have no song. Now, Paul said to that church, he talked about their encouragement. He talked about faith. He he talked about faith with power. He talked about celebration and victory. And look what happened to Paul. Look what happened to him in verses 20 and 21. Would you put that up on the screen, please? Verses 20 and 21. Now, Paul got himself so excited. Paul was in in jail. Friend, you're in church. Paul was dressed perhaps in rags. Look at the pretty clothes that you and I have on today. God has blessed us. We've come from nice homes. We've driven in with nice cars. We have health enough to be in the church. When Paul began to talk to that discouraged church, I don't know whether they got excited and they got their courage back or not, but look what happened to Paul. Come on, read Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, ever and ever. Amen. Now, all Paul did was talk about the strength of God. He talked about the glory of God. He talked about the power of God. He talked about the glorious riches of God. He talked about all of this coming to the inner man, and he broke in again and basically interrupted himself with this doxology of praise. Paul just stopped. 
He, he was instructing, but he couldn't keep on instructing. He had to stop and shout and praise and worship God. He says, now to him. Now, the word now is the Bible word. Right now, we're going to praise the Lord. Right now, we're going to experience the power of God. We're, we're not going to, going to wait, but we're going to do it now. And, and it can be later also. But now to him. Notice where Paul's thoughts were. On him, on the Lord, the blessed God who cared for that little church out there that was going through such a hard and difficult place. But, but, the, but what I'm trying to get across, and I pray the Holy Spirit will help me, Paul is talking about the strength of the Holy Spirit. He's talking about that strength coming into the inner man. And while he's talking about it to them, it's happening to him. And now he stops instructing because he is so filled with the glory of God that he had to stop and give this doxology. Now to him who is able, to him who is able, say God is able. able. Now to him who is able, able to keep us from falling, able to keep us on track, able to help us to navigate our circumstances, Able, he's able, he, he has the equipment to do so when we look to him. Paul is telling those Ephesians, don't look to my situation, to my suffering. What's happening to me is going to get you down. Don't consider the unanswered prayers that you've been praying for me to get released. Don't keep talking about it, thinking about it, dwelling upon it. Now to him who is able. And what, what's he able to do? immeasurably more than we can ask or think. There it is again. Think. Think in the imagination of the heart, in the mind. Think and receive the blessing and the glory of God. I pray today that every doubt that you have in your mind, that the Lord will rebuke it and cast it away from you. Now there's a place where the doubt used to be, where the doubt took up room. Now there's a place in your mind for the word of God to come in. But doubt will cause the word of God to go forth, but bounce off your mind. Even the preaching of the word, even now, you'll go home feeling, I, I, I didn't get a whole lot out of, that, out of anything today. But you can go home with great victory, strengthened in the inner person, rejoicing in the Lord, because you have been in the presence of the word of God, who is Jesus the word of God. The scripture says Jesus rebuked it. Now Jesus can turn things around for you today. If you let him, if you let him, you just say, Lord, I've been thinking wrong thoughts. I've had these negative feelings. I have circumstances that are piling up against me. And you tell the Lord openly what those circumstances are. Friend, if you take it to the Lord and say, Lord, I, I, I shouldn't have thought that. I, I think and thought that I was a better Christian than that. But look what has happened. Friend, when you get honest with God, God's glory will come upon you and the blessing of God. And you'll have your own doxology of praise to sing to the Lord. Somebody ought to say amen. Amen. Ah, God is here today. Yes, God is in our midst. And this is the time to rejoice in the Lord and in victory with him. Now notice it said, God is able to do. 
That's what it says in the scripture. I don't have it on the, on the screen. But the word do, a little word do. God is able to do, meaning you serve a God who does things. These, these people in that little church came out of paganism and idol worship. They were Gentiles. They were not under the covenant of Abraham. They could pray all they wanted, all they would want to, to their idols, but their idols would not heal them. Their idols would not provide food for them. Their idols wouldn't give them back anything that was positive. But he said, this God, him, now unto him, he's able to do. He is a God who goes to work for his people. Take it to the Lord. He'll go to work for you today. Take it to the Lord. Oh, I wish I could say it again and again. He'll go to work for you today. But he'll begin in your mind, in your thoughts, in your own heart. Said, oh, I wish the church would get more spiritual. Well, it won't as long as you are more negative. We are the church. And friend, you can have a great influence over yourself by looking to the Lord who is able to do immeasurably more. Say that, immeasurably more. Immeasurably more. Immeasurably more. More than what? Okay, immeasurably more than we can ask or think. There it is again. It's in your brain. It's in your thinking. It's in your imagination. The Holy Spirit comes today to root out the doubt, to bring in the faith. Sometimes he has to reach in and, you know, so to speak, pull it up by the roots. And that's, that's what we want him to do. Get that out of me. It's destroying me. It's bringing me down. He is the resurrection and the life. And that spiritual life will come and you will soar as on wings of eagles. Friend, do you want to keep living down here in the dirt? Or do you want to get up there on the wings of eagles? Well, you make that. You're the one that makes that decision. Not God, not your pastor, not the church. You, as you focus on the Lord and turn to him, he will bless and minister and do these great and mighty things. Imagine immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Immeasurably more. Meaning that there's no limit. There's no no boundary on what God can do. Friend, you serve a great God. It's time for a doxology of praise. Put that, put that scripture back up on, on the, again, please. We're going to go back. It's time to, to Paul, Paul said to that, that, that Ephesian church, basically he said it's, he, he couldn't keep on. He had to praise the Lord. And he said, now to him. I, I want you to read it again. I want the seed of the word to get in you. The seed of the word will, will push out the negative, And you will be a person of faith, a person of victory. You will have joy and glory in your heart. Paul was still in prison. Things didn't change on the outside. Circumstances looked just the same. But circumstances in here are rising above. Come on, read it again with me. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever notice to him be glory in the church to him be glory in the church to him be glory in the church let the church rise up let the church sing the doxology of praise to the Lord Praise God from whom all blessings flow. 
Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly host, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Praise Him. Friend, let's praise the Lord and rejoice in God. Friend, let your imagination and your thoughts go on Him today. Not the circumstances. Not the disappointments. Not the things that have, and the people who have let you down. Don't let your imagination go there. Get it out. Tell it to the Lord. Watch Him do a great and mighty work in your heart. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Were you blessed by today's message? If so, would you take a moment to share your blessing with us by sending an email to contact us at thehealingwordministries.org. That's contact us at thehealingwordministries.org. Your response will bless us and we'll lift you up in prayer. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of the Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.